Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome back to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. It's good to be here. Neil, how the heck are you? A year older. Feeling good. You are a year older. That is senior true. citizen status. Yeah, you are. Uh, you're going to be at the senior days at Shoppers once. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, discount. Get those uh, toothbrushes. Ninety nine cents. Oh man. Yeah. How was your birthday? Birthday was good. You know, another year older. Once you get into your thirties, uh, you you know it's it's not the same. But you know, you try to keep up, and what know, it just feels like, like you're in your twenties again when it is your birthday, but. You know, the next yeah, day is like always painful. You, you definitely had a 20, 20s birthday for your uh, for your birthday this year. For it was sure. wild. I was just telling you before we started <laughs> recording how wild it got. But um, yeah, it, it was nice to the last couple, like two or three years, um, having a birthday that aligned with COVID lockdowns. Yeah. Um, you know, like not having anything open to do. I remember a couple of birthdays ago I did... Um, there was nothing open. Like all restaurants were closed. Um, takeout places were like very minimal, but like you, you can get takeout and stay home anyways, yeah. any, any day of the year. Mm-hmm. So ended up going to the Royal York hotel, the Fairmont there. Right. Um, yeah, getting a really nice room and actually getting some room service, which remember, was kind of like a cheat code. This, yeah. Um, because kind of like being in a restaurant, you're being served. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really nice. So fast forward two years, it was nice to actually go out and have a meal at a restaurant, enjoy it, and then move on with my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, uh, you definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, How about you? And uh, what's what's going on in the world of Josh? Uh, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they'll see that I was shooting a commercial earlier this week. Um, I was uh, someone snapped a shot of me uh, wrapped up in a robe. Um, cause I was, it was a Canadian entire summer commercial. And, um, so obviously I was in shorts and a t-shirt and it was, you know, a very cold day. Um, so they, they warmed me up that actually the, the guy I was filming with, um, he had to be standing in a kiddie pool and the water was so cold that he almost got frostbit. Oh, wow. So between takes, they had to take him out and they had a team actually that would go and warm up his legs with like these heated blankets like right after he in between takes it's aggressive and they like brought out these like big heaters and they would put him like facing him because it was like up to his knees in freezing cold water i mean the water have to be freezing cold well it's from a hose and like you i guess you can't really control the temperature on a hose yeah so um yeah no that's that was my experience it was a lot of fun for me like i was i was totally fine i'm warm-blooded so like i I prefer to be cold. I sleep with three um, fans on me at all times and the window open. So oh, like, so you're in your natural habitat. You're yeah, fine. That's, that's me. Like I, I'm not, I'm comfortable when I'm cold. I can't sleep with a blanket. Like it's, that's just me. So they kept asking me like, oh, like Josh, do you want a heater? Like, do you want like these heated blankets? And I was like, no, this, give me this silk robe and I'll be totally fine. Um, now with you on this commercial, mm-hmm. um, you know your your stardom is starting here and um, you're, you're starting so, yes you're starting to take off um you're becoming more and more prevalent in the in the acting world yeah um this is segueing into my next question are you currently on cameo 
<laughs> I'd say I'm about two commercials away from Cameo. Have they reached out to you? Not yet. <laughs> I haven't checked my spam folder, but I haven't got anything in my main folder. So no, not yet. Yeah, um, it was just my birthday. But, you know, there are more birthdays coming up this yep. year for some friends of mine who need some some Josh shout outs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'm, 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 will, I will be available on Cameo. Yes. <laughs> Mark my words. I will be on Cameo. Uh, maybe once this Canadian Tire commercial airs, they'll, hey, they'll reach out to me. Don't give away too much. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but uh, stay tuned for Josh on Cameo. Uh, should we get into it? I can't wait to hire you to do a cameo uh, in just telling me that I'm the greatest champion, f- oh fantasy football God. champion of all I will, time. <laughs> I will fantasy hockey champion. Uh-uh. You're not, you're not declining. It. I will quit cameo. Oh, just get like a random person to submit it, and you won't even know it's from me. It'll say <laughs> Neil Rampersad yeah. is the best. My God. No, there's no amount of money that you could give me to make me say that. Uh, let's get into it. All right, ready? Loser. Would you like to start with our... We haven't done this in a while, but uh, losers of the week. I'm going to... Yeah, I'll start us off here. Um, I, it's not it, probably not a popular loser of the week, um, but my loser is Nick Nurse. Oh, you're really going for it. Former eh? head coach that doesn't of sound the right. Toronto... Raptors. That doesn't sound right to hear. Former head coach. Nicholas Nurse is my loser of the week because um wow. it didn't he he soured the relationship with the franchise that made him great. But how did he do that? You know what I mean? Like how well what was his wrongdoing? With, I think with a few weeks still left in the season, he just came out Oh that, yes. He came out and he said, first of all, I think when the season gets done, we'll evaluate everything and even personal. I'm going to take a few weeks to see where I'm at. And like he said that when the the Raptors were still in the hunt, they were making it. They're in the playoff playoff spot. It's just deflating, right? Like, I mean, you know, Masai came out in the the latest press conference. He said that something had to be changed with this franchise. The last time he said that, what did he do? He got rid of DeMar. traded DeMar DeRozan. Mm Mm-hmm. For the biggest move in Raptors history, in Raptors, Kawhi Leonard, like it was that brought them the championship, and then yeah. he also fired the coach of the year that year. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. Dwayne Casey. He fired he literally him. one coach of the year. And the he got year fired. he got fired. Yeah, um, and then that's where Nick Nurse stepped in. So it's kind of eerily similar to like that time uh, in 2019 when the Raptors made those moves. So for that reason, Nick Nurse is my loser of the week because he kind of sealed his fate. You know, he had ties to uh, Houston, and Houston just signed Udoka as their head coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he's going to do. That said, Nick Nurse is still the Canadian men's national head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still going to continue doing that. But I didn't think it had to end this way for Nick Nurse. You know, he, he obviously did not have his best year as a coach this year this Raptors team needs a change mm-hmm. for those reasons he's my loser of the week wow you know what when you first said Nick Nurse I was like oh don't do him like that, that that's mean and then you actually put up a compelling argument there like, oh, don't get me wrong I'm not Nick Nurse will always have a place in my heart he, he oh, yeah. 
he is a passionate. He won a championship in his coach. first year as a head coach. He's a passionate coach. He's he's great at what he does, but this year he just didn't have it. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like he gave up. You know, and culture on the Raptors team looked awful. You know, you, Chris Boucher just came out and said um, he felt like they needed a head coach change. Chris Boucher. He said that. Yeah. Wow. Chris Boucher. He said there's a lot of things that need to be. Um, change on this team and it has to start somewhere and start fresh bringing in a new coach is definitely going to do something yeah so i mean that's that's chris boucher who's a role player on this team but chris boucher is someone who nick nurse never gave consistent minutes to right he would have like nine minutes one game and then 36 the next next game right like how can he ever get into a groove if he's doing that yeah Nick Nurse also played his starters 45 minutes a game. That's very true. That's very true. So obviously they ran out of steam at the end of the year because role players never got minutes. Yeah. And so you obviously could see that Chris Boucher was frustrated. 100%. Yeah, good call. Uh, My loser of the week is one Corey Perry, who currently plays for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, against the Leafs in a playoff series right now <clears throat> that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Corey Perry. But the reason for this, um, I actually, I thought about this recently. Who were the last three runner-up NHL Stanley Cup final teams? Tampa Bay Lightning lost to Colorado. The year before that, it was the Montreal Canadiens. They lost to Tampa Bay. The year before that, it was the Dallas Stars that lost to Tampa Bay. What do those three runners-up have in common? Corey Perry. Corey Perry was on all three of those teams <laughs> when they lost the Stanley so Cup. So Corey Perry, does he even have a Stanley Cup? <laughs> he does not. Wow. He, yeah, he lost the last three Stanley Cup finals playing for three different teams. That's hard to do. It's it's a difficult feat. That's hard but to he, do. he has accomplished <laughs> that. So in a way, he wins at being a loser. He's got a lot of second place trophies. Eh? He has a lot of second place trophies, and now um, chances are he's not going to make it out of the first round this year. Uh, with that being said, should we just get right into it? Well, I mean, you're segueing nicely into. I segue pretty nicely into there. the talk. I mean, everyone <laughs> is out there listening to what we have to uh, say about the Leafs and Lightning, and we have quite a bit to say about the Leafs and Lightning. We're five games in. And this series could go either way. You know, the series could be yeah. the Leafs winning the next game on the road in Tampa. Which they have already done twice in this series. Which they're undefeated in this series. Yep. On the road. Um, both coming on the heels of a comeback victory in overtime. Mm-hmm. Or they can, you know, lose that game and, and come back to Toronto and have a game seven, which nobody wants. Nobody. Except, if this, if except this for the series, Lightning. If you're a Lightning fan, you want that. If this series goes to seven games, the, I was about to say the Raptors, the Leafs lose. 100%. There is no way the Leafs win a game seven. No way. If the Leafs don't close this out on Saturday, what they lose. What is it about the Leafs that... Okay, when the Leafs were down 4-1 in game four, I they, could not they played some of the best hockey I think I've seen them play all year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that span of 10 minutes to come back from a 4-1 victory. Down. And then win in an overtime. They were unstoppable. They were mm-hmm. checking every man at will. They were putting shots on the net. They were winning the, the puck battles down low. They were making their passes 
like they've never done before. They were getting in Vasilevsky's <clears throat> face. They were like that was some of the be- Samsonov stood on his head, made some key saves. They were playing the best hockey I've seen out of this team this year. Mm-hmm. The shot disparity was like going into that third period, like they were getting badly outshot. They were leading the shot in the shot department mm-hmm. after the third period. What was it in that span that they can't translate to the rest of the series? Literally. They, they, okay, so I'm going to bring up Steve Dangle again. Like yesterday, <clears throat> yesterday's game. Sorry, before you yeah, yeah, go, go on to Steve Dangle. When they were down 3 1 and pulled their goalie, relentless attack. Relent, like literally. And they got a goal from it. Like, what, what is it that they're, that you can't do that? During regular play. During the whole Why game. Why do you have to have that sense of urgency when you're down to have that style of play? Don't just show up for the third period. They have been a really good team this series. I will give them that. They have been a really good team this series. Everyone's shown up, besides Michael Bunting, but everyone else has shown up. Everyone has, like, there's not one player. Like, you know how every year you can kind of pin it on one player? Like, mm-hmm. before it was like Mitch Marner didn't show up in the playoffs. Like, Tavares didn't show up the playoffs one year, but like everyone has shown up this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I believe that this team can do it. This team can beat the lightning, which is something that like at the start of this year, going into this year, I was just like, it's not going to happen for this team. It's not going to happen for this group. I don't know what they're going to have to do, but it's just not going to happen. And then seeing this team play the way that they're playing in this series, I believe that they can do it. Yeah. I believe that they can win. One of the key, I know you just mentioned his name. One of the keys, I think, in the next game, we got to get Mike, Michael Button back, back in the, the series. Like, he's too crucial a player. Um, he has, he's aggressive both ways, right? He's aggressive defensively. He's aggressive offensively. He had 57 points mm-hmm. in 82 games this year. 57 points a lot, right? You're going to scratch him over, um, I'm you interested know, to hear what you have to say about this decision. You're going to scratch him over a Wayne Simmons or a Kerfoot or a Lafferty or an Achari. Like, I, I think was, he has a Matthew place. Matthew Nyes that he got scratched for. Well, we keep both of them in the lineup. I don't know if Matthew Nyes is going to play because he's injured now, right? He had to leave the game. Did he return or is he out? I, think, I don't think he returned last night. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts about that Michael Bunting decision? Like the fact that, so if, for those of you who don't know, Michael Bunting um, was suspended for two games on a very dirty hit. I will say I am a Leafs diehard. Michael Bunting is a Leaf, but uh, it was a very dirty hit to the head. Uh, Rightfully so he got suspended. um, And now he, he was available for last night's game, but Sheldon Keefe decided to scratch him. I think you got to replace David Kampf even, you know, like just... Okay, one player that needs to go, and and I don't care how you replace him, but just replace him is Justin Hall. And we've been saying this for years. Yeah. Before that, it was Jake Gardner. It was like the one scapegoat. Justin Hall is a pylon. He's literally a pylon. He he exists for the sole purpose of being the scapegoat for the team. Um, And he is a professional hockey player in the NHL. Um... He has still played. You want to hear a crazy stat? Does it have to do with Justin Hall? The goal with Justin Hall on ice, on the ice, the goal advantage that the Tampa Bay Lightning have over the Leafs oh, with Justin Hall on the ice is yeah. 14 to 2. For Tampa. Obviously. For Tampa. 
with Justin Hall on the ice. So that means he's uh, minus 12 yeah. in this series. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Wow. They've only scored two goals with him on the ice. With him on the ice. I guess he's not part of the power play. He's probably part of the... He's definitely on the penalty kill. Um, yeah. Wow. Bunting's got to get back in there. Even Biz Nasty came out and tweeted last night and said, get Bunting back in the lineup for Toronto. It was dumb. He wasn't in this game. Superstitious nonsense. Fifth on team in points and adds intangibles. It's not wrong. He's no, and I hate giving Biz Nasty his his credit, but he's he's not he's not wrong. Um, Michael Bunting also is a player that this this series is getting scrappy, and you need a Michael Bunting out there. Yes, he had a really dirty hit in that game, um, but he is he is the the scrappy dog on on the Leafs right now, and you need him. He is the Nazem Kadri. He's going to get under people's skin. Um, he's going to get in their face, and he's going to stick up for his players. And we don't have a lot of that right now in the Leafs. So, yeah, we need him in there. I think he needs to get out there. Which, I mean, I, I don't see a reality where he doesn't play tomorrow night. He's got to be in there. Saturday night in Tampa. And you know what's going to be even more comical is when he scores a game-winning goal. <laughs> that place, now. Amelie Arena, is going to be rocking Saturday night. They are not going to let... The Leafs. Should we just fly out to Tampa and get a ticket to that game? We should. There's a lot of Leafs fans there. I know. When they won their two games on the road, there are a lot of Did Leafs Did you see fans after there. the last game that the, the camera panned to this man who's like literally crying on the phone? Yeah. Screaming, yeah. go Leafs, go. He was literally screaming. So he's now a meme. He's now like the, the guy. And you know how they do the, the, the like lookalikes at the games now? So they have like... A, they did one at the Leafs game last night, and it was Keanu Reeves, and they had a guy that looked like Keanu Reeves. They did like Justin Bieber and a couple of other people. Yeah. And then they did like they showed that guy and like who looks like him. Yeah. And he was at the game again, so the guy that looks like him is the actual is him. guy. Yeah. And he picks up his phone again. And he starts screaming into his phone. Yeah. yeah. He's got uh, his 15 minutes of fame right now. He was on oh, breakfast yeah. television with Six Six Zero yesterday. He's blowing up. Do you That's remember? Great. Do you remember Dark Guy? He is all. Yeah, of course I remember Dark Guy. He same thing. Like he yeah. was, yeah. Painted his face, and he he literally went on to Twitter as like Dark Guy, and he became like part of Leafs Twitter. You know what? I, I'm like the Leafs need to win this next game. It's literally deja vu. Like this is deja vu every year. It's every it's single year. year every after year. year. This is like an episode of Lost. Yeah, it's like a new season of Lost. Because, like, I mean, we're lost on an island still. What else is going to be new? I mean, this is the Leafs season nine. It's the same episode on repeat. We're creating this, like, reality in our head where the Leafs make it to the round to round two. Just round two. That's literally all we're asking for. We're yeah. not even asking for a cup. Just was, round two. The last time the Leafs won a series, it was called the Air Canada Center. 2003. 2003. Yeah. That's hard to do. Pretty sure it was the Senators that they beat. Oh man! In the last first round, they need this. If if the Leafs lose Game Six, I I do believe that they will lose the series. And if they lose this series, I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. If they win the series, though, they're winning the cup. I mean, you're hearing oh, 100%, it here first. Hundred percent. You heard it here from both of us. If they win this series, they're going on to the end. They're winning All the they cup. have to do 
is get over. And that's what we're going to talk about. Like when the Leafs do win the cup, that's what we're going to talk about is they had to get over that first round hump. And then once they did that, it was all. So do you remember, of course you remember when the Raptors went on that championship run. Um, I think it was the Milwaukee Bucks that we played in the first. It was the Bucks that we played in the first round, right? Uh, It was at the second round. No, we played. um, I think it was the Nets we played in the first round. That was a hard-fought series, yeah. though. That series was insane because yeah. that went seven games. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. They got over that team, and then they had everything. Because of the battles that they went through in that, that game, they were ready for the next round. Yeah. And they went down 0-2 to Milwaukee and won four in a row. So, yeah, they went Brooklyn, then they went Sixers. That's when mm-hmm. they had the game seven. Mm-hmm. And then they did Milwaukee, and same thing. Yeah, they went down... Oh, oh, and two. Then they won four games in a row. Uh, then they obviously, we all know, they beat Golden State in the final. Man, what a year! If that, if you know, three, four years from now, 10, 15 years from now, when we're talking about this year for the Leafs, I want to talk about how the Leafs got over that first round hump, and it was the toughest series, the the seven six game series, the first round. That was the toughest series, and then the rest was smooth sailing. Think about it. The Leafs just have to get... I mean, yes, Boston is going to be a scary team to go against yeah. in the playoffs. Um, but Tampa is going to be their biggest their biggest challenge here, I think. Once they get past the first round, their confidence is going to be there. Their camaraderie is going to be there. Their belief is going to be there. Like, yeah, guys, we can do this. And the reason I was mentioning Steve Dangle is because he, after game one, after that bad loss in game one, he took us outside of his of his his room you know the like the blue room that he has he took us outside of it and he showed us this picture that he has right on the outside and it's a picture of johnny bauer uh who was the goalie for the leafs when they last won the cup and it's it's signed it's a picture that was signed like to him um and he walks past it every day thinking this can be done this johnny bauer is proof that this can be done and he ended it with, he ended the episode with, this can be done, how are they going to do it? And it literally gave me chills, thinking like, the Leafs can do this, but how are they going to do it? I think the city of Toronto is, yeah, that 2.2 million people showed up for the parade when the Raptors won. This is a hockey city. It's exactly. it's become a basketball city as well, but mm-hmm. first and foremost, the city has always been bleeding blue and white right like they've always been a leaf city yeah give the city what they want i was actually talking about this the other day with someone and the raptors have been a team since 1996 mm-hmm. and that championship parade was 2.2 to 3 million people in toronto mm-hmm. the leafs have been a team for over a hundred years the leafs haven't won a cup since 1967 there are fans of this team that haven't seen a cup in their in their lifetime a lot of fans most fans actually yeah if this team wins the cup this city will implode should have a national holiday we probably will that no one's gonna show up for work on that day are you kidding me i'm definitely not if the leafs win the cup this city will implode there will be too many people standing on the streets of toronto we will the city will cave in just you wait. Oh, we'll see. Saturday night. Where are you going to be watching the game? 
I unfortunately I was not planning um, for there to be game six, so I did not book it off work. Um, so I will be working. I will be working that night, but I have some friends coming in to watch it. Um, so it's yeah, be cheering. I'm gonna be living vicariously through them, cheering them on. It's an away game, so it's not gonna be like crazy busy. Um, last night it was crazy, crazy busy. The city of Toronto. Does it even matter if it's... I think it'll be busy for the game. Yeah, but we won't have, like, the pregame push. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, we're right next to Scotiabank Green, and we won't get the pregame push. We'll get the, like, just the, the people coming in to watch the game, and then yeah. afterwards we'll see. But, yeah. How are you feeling going into game six? What's your what's your energy? I told at? you, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune out all the negativity okay. that's happened uh, over the last nine years and just watch a good hockey game. You know, take the emotion out of it and see what comes of it. Are you going to be? I may for break it? my TV. Yeah, <laughs> they lose, but yeah, it's. Are you working? Or are you yeah, in the morning? But the morning. I'll be off. I'm going to try and switch my shift. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to try. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Craziness. Should we move on? Let's move on. All right. What are we talking about next, Neil? I do want to talk a little bit about the NFL, and because the NFL draft happened last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Young went first overall. He did. CJ Stroud went second overall. But like, do you see the memes about Bryce Young? Because he's short. <laughs> <laughs> like Bryce Young showing up to first day of training camp, and it's like a dinky car. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's ghetto good. ghetto Gronk is the best account yeah. on the internet. 100%. Like it's so funny. They never feel like they're always on point. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I remember that's one of the best follows I've had on, on like sports media pages. But Bryce but, uh, Young is going to be an impact player for uh, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Houston was very aggressive in the draft. They <laughs> traded Trade up, up. Yep. to get the second pick. They had the third pick as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they got their quarterback <laughs> in C.J. Stroud. So they have their starting quarterback there. Poor Davis Mills. <laughs> really. Poor guy. But the the real thing I wanted to talk about was Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's It's been a work in progress for very long. It's been the uh, weirdest trade I've ever seen. The person that gained the most value out of this entire scenario and this entire trade is Jordan Love. And it's Jordan Love's season mm-hmm. this year. And he's going under the radar in fantasy, I'm targeting Jordan Love really? this year. I'm targeting him. He's like a poor man's Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. No, no, yeah. he's not. He had a couple games last year where it was just him. Like Aaron Rodgers was injured, and it was just him, and he didn't do anything. He didn't show up. So, I mean, maybe if he if he has like actual like coaching going into the season, like he knows he's going to be the starter. He's going to be working with his his uh, weapons. He's going to be you know the team's going to be supporting him as the starter. So maybe we'll see a different, I mean, we've seen that before. I remember when Joe Flacco was uh, quarterbacking the Ravens and Lamar Jackson came in like a couple games that season and just did nothing. Mm-hmm. And now look at Lamar Jackson. Highest paid quarterback He's of all time. The highest paid. I feel like, yeah, every time there's a new quarterback deal, they become the highest paid quarterback of all time. It's it's We're so out of control. in that direction. They've yeah. just shot themselves in the foot, though. Like Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback, but what's he done? You know, as he MVP. delivered, 
A championship? He hasn't delivered a championship. <laughs> he hasn't. He's an MVP. Can't even beat the Steelers. He can't. I mean, yeah. But uh, who won? Who won day one of the draft? I think it was Houston. You know, trading up to get the second and third pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely definite winners. Uh, Atlanta has their running back of the future in Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a a beast this year. A lot of people are t- talking about him being the next Derrick Henry. Um, so. Poor Cordero Patterson. They've done well. Um, but Will Levis, he was meant to be a top five pick, and he didn't even get drafted in the first round, mm-hmm. a quarterback. So I talked to you about the Steelers having the number 32 pick. Uh, day two on the draft is tonight at seven. So I, I'm interested to see what they do if they trade that pick to someone that wants to draft a quarterback. It's going to be like like draft day all over again. I actually I, I actually watched draft day recently for the first time. Not for the first time, but I showed my dad it for the first time. I went to go visit my parents, and he'd never seen draft day. And I was like, okay, the NFL draft is coming up. you got to watch draft day. And it's going to be like a similar situation there where, like, someone wants a quarterback. The Steelers obviously don't want a quarterback, so they're going to be trading something for someone who wants that pick. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'm surprised that there's not any like real big deals on draft day yet. You know, like there's a couple deals. The Giants ended up drafting a, cor- a cornerback, mm-hmm. 24th overall. Are you happy with that? Yeah. I mean, um, we've, we've, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll leave it at that. We've got, we've got other weapons. We just locked up Daniel Jones. Our biggest uh, priority this summer is Saquon Barkley and figuring out what we're going to do with him. Um, but yeah, no, they, they definitely needed to, to shore up their uh, defense a little bit. So they've got the offensive line now. They just need to shore up their defense. I'm excited to see what comes on day two and day three. We'll see. So who do you think going into... I mean, I just got the notification that we need to renew our fantasy football league. So I know it's early, and I always start early every You got year. the notice today? No, I got the notification uh, earlier this week saying uh you know draft and the nfl draft is this week and you know what time that is or you know what time that means or whatever um the nfl fantasy is now open to renew your league so i'm gonna go renew our league and uh i'm gonna get uh everyone's payment in and we're gonna set the draft order and go from there can't wait to uh defend my title oh my god (laughs) i'm still not gonna say it uh, but who going into this new season? Who are you targeting the first five picks? Oh, the first five. Picks. Who do you think is going to go top five? I think JT still needs to be in in talks here in the top five picks. Um, but you, you know, think I, he still goes first? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I think he had a bad year last year. He had a horrible year. Um, I don't think he goes first. CMC at all. is still a top five running back. Um, I don't know. Like I, I don't know who. If I, if I get the first pick, I don't know who I would pick at this. At I don't. Stage. I would not want the first pick. But I don't know. I like CMC. I like Jonathan Taylor still. Um, those are guys who are like full on like workhorses and that get the volume. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about um, you know like aging veterans like Derrick Henry. I don't know how I feel about him. I think he still has another year of think. like solid play. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson would be probably my my target, in especially in, especially in a PPR league. Yeah, like, 
Justin Jefferson reminds me a lot of what uh, Michael Thomas was a few years ago. Yeah. For receiver. Um, DeAndre, uh, or sorry, um, Devontae Adams has, has sealed that role as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll okay, see. Okay, so top three receivers go. Top three receivers? Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup. I would go Cooper Cup second. Or Stephon Diggs. And then this year, I would go Garrett Wilson top five. You think Garrett Wilson is going to be a top five receiver? I think he's going to be a top five receiver this year. Really? Well, he's got fucking Aaron Rodgers there. He was a weapon last year. So Garrett Wilson's obviously going to be the number one receiver in New York. Yeah. By far, he's so talented. And he's in his sophomore year. Do you remember what Justin Jefferson did in his sophomore year? I remember what he did, yeah. I think he's going to have a massive year this year. Justin Jefferson had a better uh, rookie year. Rookie year, yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. What quarterback did the Jets have this year? We don't even know. Mike White? Mike White and Zach Wilson were the two cards. Could you imagine? Like, I'm doing everything I can to have Garrett Wilson in every league. Really? Okay, I'm reaching for him this year. So if you get to what? Pick nine. And he's available in a PPR league. I would take him. I would take him over top receiver. I would take him over Stephon Diggs or Garrett Wilson. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I still have to go Stephon Diggs. Of course you do. Are you kidding me? I would take him over DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Um, Okay. Garrett Wilson or this is a tough one. Kenny Galladay. Oh, my God. It's a tough one. Think about it before. What you is answer. happening with Kenny Galladay? Let me look uh, this up. They released him. The Giants released him. Yeah, but where is he at? I don't know. He's not going to play this year. He's only twenty nine years old. What is his Madden twenty three rating? He's seventy three on Madden. That's horrible. That's higher than I thought he would be. To be honest with you. <laughs> that is probably the biggest fall from grace I've ever seen. I I just don't understand it. Like, he was so good for Detroit. He was. He was so good. And when we got him, I was stoked. I was like, yes, Kenny G, let's go. And then he did nothing. He got one touchdown in his first year as a Giant. And then zero his second. That's wild. Four years, $72 million. Yeah. I just don't get it. I do not get it. I don't know. Watch Watch him sign with the Steelers. And... Become the player he once was. I will. I will throw up. <laughs> I will walk out onto my balcony and throw up. Well, you're going to see Kadarius Tony blow up this year. Well, he kind of almost did last year. He was a weapon in the in the playoffs for sure. And now he has a Super Bowl ring. So I don't know. Good for him. Giants are just making moves, man. Um, but yes, uh, that is going to do it for our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope. You all are as excited for Game 6 on Saturday as we are, and slightly nervous. Go Leafs, go! Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 